Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be able to join you uh, today. And uh, um, I'm so grateful to you for praying uh, for uh, myself and Philippa based in Coleridge Church. Uh, unusual spelling and pronunciation. Uh, it's a church in Sligo, a beautiful town on the west coast of Ireland. I wonder if we could just have a show of hands. Who has ever been to Ireland on holiday or... Okay, that's a lot of people. I hope you had a good experience. It probably rained at some stage, did it? Yeah, it rains quite a lot. It's not for no reason. It's called the Emerald Isle. Um, Would you mind if I prayed very simply? And then just a few things I'd love to share with you. Living God, thank you so much on this Father's Day as we think about world mission and we think about the big wide world that we're a part of. Please inspire us and encourage us today for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen. So, uh, as well as doing a little tour of the world and finding out about different countries that we're interested in, I'm also interested in names. And uh, I've met a few of you and heard your names this morning. Royston was telling me I shouldn't confuse his name with the town. Um, But I wonder if we could just have a little survey to find out who has got the most unusual middle name who do you think has got the most unusual middle name? Can we hear some middle names? Yeah, what, what's your middle name? Okay. Anthony's your middle name. Is that right? Okay, brilliant. Thank you. That's a lovely middle name, actually. Yep, we've got another special middle name over here. Yep. Jonathan James. Oh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yeah, okay. One over here. Okay. Middle name. My name's Barney William Knight, and I like monster trucks. Monster trucks. Who doesn't? Elizabeth. Elizabeth William is a middle name there. We've got a hand up over here. Jane's middle name is Margaret Faith. Margaret Faith. Wow! Look at that. Look at that. Abigail. 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 Phoebe. Okay. Well, who who wins the competition? Yeah, I I think um, Faith was a a very special middle name, wasn't it? And we don't hear very many people call Faith as a first name now, which is a shame. But that's a special middle name. And I just didn't remember who that was as Faith as a middle name. Thank you so much. So, Our names, and why we're given our names, are quite interesting. I was called Patrick because my mother was Irish, and she wanted to remember that Patrick was given his name not because he was a Catholic or Protestant, because there weren't really Catholics and Protestants then, but he was called Patrick for other reasons, and that he was a very important person. Now, I asked you a few months ago about anyone having visited Ireland. It's a very small country for those that haven't ever been there. And probably a lot of children don't know a great deal about Ireland. But actually, it's a very, very special place. And uh, I want to tell you a little bit about the man, Patrick, who took the gospel to Ireland, uh, which is part of what we're thinking about on this World Mission Sunday. And the story about Patrick is a very interesting and unusual story. Because most people don't realise he wasn't Irish. He actually came from Britain, possibly from Wales, but we don't know exactly. And he ended up in Ireland, not because he was there on holiday, and not because he went as a missionary, 
But he went, would you believe, because he was a slave. He was captured when he was only 16 years old and taken away, we're told, with thousands of other children as slaves. They were captured by pirates and taken far away and thought they would probably never, ever see their families again. How awful. And he was taken to an obscure and difficult part of Ireland where he had to look after sheep in a remote place. And it was not a happy story at all. So he must have thought, I hope I can escape somehow. But strange to say, what happened was that when he was taken away as a slave, he realised that he hadn't listened to his pastors and the ministers and the vicars when he was a boy who told him about Jesus. He hadn't listened to them. He knew the story about Jesus, but he hadn't done anything about it. And it was when he was taken far away from home to Ireland that he started to remember the stories that he'd heard as a boy. And he became a Christian in Ireland when he was there as a slave. Now, eventually, he was able to escape. And through a series of extraordinary events, he made his way back to his family in Britain. And they were amazed because they thought they'd never see him again. He trained to be a minister or a pastor, whatever you like to call that person. And uh, uh, eventually, in fact, was made a bishop. But he felt called to go back to Ireland. Now, I'm thinking most people in that situation would think, if I could go anywhere in the world, I would not choose to go back to Ireland. And that's because it was a place where he'd been a slave. It was a very sad place for him in many ways. But that's where he went. He went back to Ireland, but this time bringing a message that would allow many, many Irish people who are spiritually slaves to become free and to find the good news of God in Christ. Now, this morning, what I wanted to do was to give you three little questions. I'm told I don't have very long, and that's why I'm keeping this fairly succinct. But the first question is this. I wonder if, whatever your age today, I wonder if it's possible that you've heard all of this before, the kind of things that uh, Simon says every Sunday, kind of things that you hear in the Bible, the kind of things that we sing about. I wonder if you've heard all of this, but you've never actually responded. You've never actually done anything about it. See, it's one thing to know about Jesus, but it's another thing to actually follow him, to commit your lives to him. Patrick was in that category. He knew it, but he didn't do it. And it was only when he was taken away from his home, out of his comfort zone, that he realized, what a stupid mistake I've made. I never responded. And it was only then that he did. So the second question I've got for you today is a different one and it's this do you imagine 
that if only you were in a different situation, then you could make a difference for God. If only if I, if I was in a, an easier situation, if, if the people around me were nicer, or if it wasn't so hard, well, then I could make a difference. But I couldn't possibly where I am now. I mean, it's way too difficult. Patrick was a slave in Ireland. It wasn't a happy or easy situation at all. But that's where God had him. And that was the land where he went on to make such an amazing difference. Well, the third question, the third point is this. Do you imagine that God could never do anything very much through me? Maybe through some great speaker or some amazingly gifted youth worker or some fantastic leader. Maybe, you know, God can work through them. But through me, you know, I'm nothing very much. You know, I just do my own thing. And, uh, well, that's about it. So there's a little verse I'd love to share with you from a passage in St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 3. And it's a prayer. Paul begins the prayer by saying, I bow my knee before the throne, before the Father, uh, from whom every family derives its name. It's a wonderful, wonderful prayer. He, He prays. And at the end of the prayer, he says this. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or even imagine. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations. God is able to do through you, through me, more than we can ask or imagine. Because it's according to his power. See what happened as Patrick came back to Ireland was that God used him in a truly remarkable and miraculous way. The reason that we know with so much confidence all of this about Patrick is because he wrote something called his confession. It's a bit like his autobiography. It's one of the most precious documents that exists in Ireland today, the confession of St. Patrick. So there may be some myths and legends about him. We're not interested in them. We're interested in what we do know about him And he begins that by saying, I, Patrick, am a sinner, an ordinary country person. In other words, he didn't think he was anything great and special in his own eyes. But he realized that God could use him in a truly remarkable and miraculous way. I think mission, if it's anything, must mean... Every one of us being involved, not leaving mission to a few professionals, but rather everyone being involved. One organization called CMS you may have heard of says this, mission is everyone to everywhere, everyone to everywhere. And whether that's Ireland or Cambridge or Thailand or Ukraine, or China, or wherever it happens to be, God wants to use all of us, wherever we happen to be, 
knowing that it's his power that is at work within us for his glory's sake. Amen.